The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to grow and manage your real estate media business online at Aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O.com. Coming to you from the Upmarket studio in the beautiful Ojai Valley of Southern California. This is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I am the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media. And whew, I just got chills thinking about it because Mark Corcoran is here. I'm so happy. Oh boy, I get yeah. chills. Yeah, Good to know. Those, yeah. <laughs> uh, another co-founder and our COO and also even better. Sorry, Mark, but we have Chelsea here producing Chelsea Froelich. Hey, guys. Oh, Hello. We're still, we're okay. Look, we got this lined up. We're actually finishing production on our course very shortly. So we're still in that pre-launch phase. So if you want to get in on our course on how to scale your real estate photography and media business, check out upmarketcourse.com. Uh, and you can use the code pre 35 P R E 35 to get 35% off in our pre-launch phase, which will be ending in the next few weeks as we finish off the content for the course, which is pretty exciting. And also we do still have going our on-demand free webinar and that's at marketcourse.com backslash webinar. Um, you can pop your email address in and get like a whole, like 45 minutes hour on kind of some of the fundamentals of scaling your business. I think could be worth your time for this podcast. We wanted to um, kind of revisit an oldie but goodie, a fan favorite. I've we've heard from people about this one. Our, our, it's an episode. I can't remember which one it is, but it's I don't know. It was three or four months ago. It's called Big Deals. So this is going to be Big Deals, the sequel, because mm-hmm. we Take have two. Yeah, because we have some uh, additional information. So if you really want the full context for this episode, you might want to listen to at least the first half of that last episode where we kind of detail this big. Um, Matterport job we have. And, and we thought also kind of talking about big deals is good because that's something good to think about right now as you and kind of what we're hearing across the industry is we're coming out of one of the slowest slow seasons we've ever had. And I know we're definitely feeling that that's where we're talking about internally. And so some of these big deals are stuff that might, you know, save all of our bacons if we, you know, so it's, you know, it's a little late to start working on it now to salvage this slow season. But I think that's what, you know, we've been laying the groundwork for months and months and for years really for some of these things. And so hopefully they are going to come into fruition. Um, But I, you know, I know we, you know, we'd love to hear from people if you are struggling in this slow season and if there's things that we can talk about on this podcast that, that can help, uh, even, even if it's just a sense of camaraderie, cause I know, um, it can be a little scary to come out of, uh, you know, what's normally say November, December slow, and then January can be slow too, but to have it be this slow, it's, it, it's definitely, yeah. definitely different. I think for us too, right. You get through that first week or two of January maybe, and then you, yeah. you think, oh, you feel it ramping up typically. And it's like slowly ramping up this year. <laughs> Very like, slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, and we were in our area in early January, we got these kind of giant rainstorms, which are a little out of the ordinary, especially in the last few years. And so kind of major flooding and stuff. So I, I think there's always this thing that you, when there are kind of some weather events and especially on something like rain, where you can see it coming in the forecast, that does, I think, tend to push shoots out 
a few weeks. Yeah, we noticed that big yeah, time. The homeowners see it or the agent sees it and they freak out and kind of understandably so. And the, the amount of rain we had, it did take people a lot of time to clean up, even if you just mm-hmm. have a regular suburban house. I mean, it's not like you could just go shoot the next day. No, um, and rain is always just a non-factor for us, you know? So you're, yeah. like, you're not going to pick the three days a year that it rains to shoot your house. You're going right. to push it. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Especially we have all gotten used to the last few years, which we've had kind of that ultra drought. Um, mm-hmm. and so I have, you know, I, we did have the business going or I had my business, we both had our separate businesses going in, in previous years that had a little more rain and yeah, you just kind of dance around it. But, um, you know, and, and I think Mark shoots in rain or, you know, it was a little more like, yeah, let's just shoot anyway, where I was like, oh, let's push it. So, um, but, uh, yeah. And we're now we're of the mind. I don't care what weather it is. Let's just go shoot. Yeah. yeah Cause you know, that get something right. Yeah, get the generate. interiors. We'll come back for the front. Like whatever yeah, it is, get just, it on the books. Yeah, exactly. Let's mm-hmm. just generate some revenue. <laughs> yes. That's Bring it big thing. To recap the big deals, the, the original, it was kind of, we, we had, uh, the first half of that show was kind of occupied by the, the kind of saga of us putting a bid in for this humongous Matterport job, right? Yeah. It was like, and we kind of teased it out. I think that's why people yeah. enjoyed it, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, are they going to get it? Did they, yeah. Oh, they must've gotten yeah. it. Yeah. Spoiler talking alert. About it. <laughs> this is it. It's spoiler. You got to go back and listen if you want to find out. But, uh, I think you probably already figured out we did not get it. And it was Mark, do you, I don't think we even said on there, but how much did it was like 3 million square feet, something like that. Yeah. Got I don't remember. Absurd. I By the time it. we added it up, yeah, but it's crazy. Had, how, but what was the bid? I can't remember. It was like two hundred and twenty thousand yeah. dollars. Well, something? we started, I think, you know, in yeah. the high six figures, and then we kind of circled back a few times and talked to our contacts. Oh, that's yeah. too cheap. Bring right. it up. Bring it up. So right. it was in the low twos by the end of it. Yeah. 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 So I mean, so it definitely a huge influx mm-hmm. of of money that would have been. Which now, actually, just talking about it and thinking about it, I wish we had gotten that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) by far, would have been our single biggest invoice, right? And like, could have we pulled it off? Because looking at it, it was like, man, it was a lot of square footage, a lot of travel. Yeah, and and I um I remember sitting there at the end of December after all the stuff that we did in November and December, we had PMRE and then you know just all the stuff, just normal holidays and whatever. I was like, oh man, that would have been hard Mm -hmm. to do because they wanted like three million square foot starting like. November 15th and wanted it to be done by the end of the year. Yeah. It was just across like, multiple states. And yeah. It was just like, holy smokes. It was kind of an absurd, uh, absurd job. And it would have, I think the logistics of it would have taken, um, it would have been really, really difficult. So, um, and we'll talk about that more in a little bit. And oh, just to tease it too, for this, we're going to talk about this job. And then we are also going to talk more about uh, uh, brokerage level deals. And we're going to do that in the second half of the show. But so this first half will be kind of like the the original big deals episode mm-hmm. will be kind of set up that way. So we didn't get that job. And my contact at the architecture firm that we're working with, which kind of does these big uh, commercial projects, um, kind of fell off the radar. Like I emailed him on kind of what happened mm-hmm. and I could, and he was, uh, and I could just kind of tell that it was just like, he wasn't feeling good about it. So right. I didn't really press it. They and were then, obviously as just as surprised as we were that it didn't come. Yeah. Through, right? Probably more surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They thought they, they really thought they had it. Um, and, and, and I still have not gotten the postmortem on exactly what happened, but it sounded like our company, uh, you know, pretty much thought they had it in the bag, mm-hmm. uh, to, for them to get the job. And they, they, the, 
the company went with somebody else. So that's why then, because I think if they would have gotten it, because that the architecture firm w- was getting different bids from Matterport vendors. And yeah. so we had one of the bids in and I feel pretty confident that they were going to go with us, mm-hmm. but they just didn't get the job. So right. that, that's, that's, that's what killed that. So they're, you know, our architect contact, they've obviously worked with this company before. So they right. had an in, they thought it was kind of a locked in and ready to go. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, that's why we got excited. That's why you know we had already you know started spending all that money. Yeah, yeah. We've done a mini version. Now here comes a big version. We're yeah. ready for it. Yeah. We can pull this because, off. Yeah, and the backstory was is that we had done um, a, a very small version of of this uh, la- uh, the fall of twenty twenty one where we did a, a, a couple commercial projects for this architect, but the, for the same company, mm-hmm. uh, the same and uh, the same retailer, and it was great. And so you know we'd had a great working relationship. It was you know nicely paid, and you know everyone pays, yeah. and I mean, it was fantastic. So we were all, we were all psyched. Well, we didn't get that $230,000 job. And so, but my contact kind of mid December Mm -hmm. came by or early December and kind of popped back up and said, Hey, we have like a smaller version of this. Yeah. I remember you messaged me and said, Hey, you know, our contacts back again. And I was like, Whoa, like the big job. And you're like, well, he's back, but we have, you know, a different version again. Yeah, exactly. So, so he pitched it to me as like, Oh, well kind of more like the, the original job we did together, which mm-hmm. was a, which was a good job. I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. and so this one was going to be, um, a, 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 three different stores that they're redoing and just certain sections of the stores. And so these stores are just giant, giant retail stores, right? So it was really just kind of a portion of the store, but it was still going to be three different locations and between like 18 and 23 or 24,000 square feet for each location. Mm -hmm. So still pretty damn sizable. Yeah. You're talking 60,000 plus square feet. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a lot. And, and so we had, and and at different locations, none of them, you know, that all that close to where we are. I mean, one Mm -hmm. was kind of close. Um, and so he was like, you know, we do have to bid on it. And so we, we put together a bid, but we weren't competing with anyone else for the matter part part of this job. Right. So they were kind of, I guess the architecture firm was competing with another architecture firm, but they were pretty confident that they were going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us, it was kind of like, Oh, here we go again. Like don't yeah, get your hopes up too yeah, much, but it's like, exactly. yeah, it feels a bit better. And this was another thing where they're like, Oh, you know, they need it done by the end of the year. And you're like, mm-hmm. wait a sec. Do you want us to go scan during Christmas holiday time? Uh, yeah. You know, all this and fly and, you know, and, and it, the busiest time of year for these stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we ended up getting it. I think that's, you know, was, I think pretty clear that we're talking. Yeah, we got (laughs) it. Um, and, and they actually ended up pushing kind of the date. So it was, we didn't have to start working on it until, uh, January. So this one is three stores. And, and I think all told, I mean, I'm happy to talk about it here, but we bid, I think it ended up being like almost $11,000. Yeah. Close to 11. Yeah. So, Nice. And especially right now, we will, we will take it. Um, that's really the beauty of this whole thing, right? It's the timing for us. Yeah. Industry. It's like, oh man, we'll take that little. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That, that helps out on a payroll and, um, you know, but that, that includes our travel and all that stuff. And, and, and so what we kind of decided is, uh, how, how best are we going to tackle that? Because Mm -hmm. it does mean, you know, by the time you travel and everything else, it's probably five to six days of work, even though it's really only three days of scanning, you know, someone's going to be out for that amount of time. Yeah, exactly. So we, you know, I don't know if you guys have listened to the podcast and if you heard, but I don't really shoot anymore. 
photos. What are those? I don't <laughs> yeah. do those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that has come up once or twice. Um, but it didn't make sense really for Mark to do them because it takes him out of the field because he's still shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then it kind of doesn't make sense when you're, when you're traveling, you have these big jobs to send hourly employees because all of our employees are, are, are paid by the hour. It's kind of tough to send hourly employees to travel. So you right. got to do, you do the per diem. They're getting paid for all the travel time. Yeah, right? you pay them as soon as they leave their door until, you know, they get back basically. Like, uh, yeah, like, it's a little, that? yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure there's, there's definitely ways to do it because you're like, well, you know, you're going to be in, you know, Wichita, Kansas and, you know, I'm not paying you all night when you're not right. working, but maybe you, know, you set up a day rate or you set up something that makes sense for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So it just felt a little bit tricky. And then again, anyone, any of, any of our staff that are out doing these jobs are not available here to, to shoot. And really, I guess right now to not shoot. So it, <laughs> right. this would be the time of year to, to do it. So, but we did decide that good old read. Yeah. Get we back on the horse. We didn't pressure you, right? It was a self volunteer. He's like, oh, I put my hand up here. Yeah. Get him in there. I, you know, so it's actually not that, like, I feel like this is kind of a low pressure job. Not that I, the pressure gets to me or anything, but it, it's really when you're doing a Matterport on a big commercial space like this, and it's just for architecture, right? It's just mm-hmm. because they're going to remodel these stores. So it doesn't really matter what the model looks like. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, people can be in it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, you have to be a little more thorough because you want to make sure that you get all the data that they need. So mm-hmm. you don't want there to be any missing spots, but there's um, more leeway for other things that you oh, focus 100%. on in the house, right? You're like, yeah, I'll uh-huh. just let that go. A hundred percent. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, you know, as of this recording, um, I'm heading out tomorrow to fly to Texas to do, um, to do the, the last store. And then, um, I'm doing, I, I did a couple here in California a couple of weeks ago. The protocol is we go in before the store opens like 7am and start. Mm-hmm. And then, but because it's so large that I cannot finish in time before the store opens at whatever time, 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah. So you, you are ending up kind of doing some of these scans with the customers in the store. Uh, and the employees there and, you know, I'm and, curious and, what kind of interaction or feet do people like, what are you doing? Or they're just ignoring you or looking at you weird. Or just like, <laughs> you know, the thing yeah. is no one cares. Yeah. I feel like if you're like a, a shopper at the store, they don't mm-hmm. care. There's, Oh, there's some guy with the, I don't even know what some that is. Weird but thing, yeah, yeah. With a tripod and you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're the survey crew on the side of the road. I mean, like, yeah. no one cares. Mm-hmm. And then the, the employees at a certain point, they'll see you around and they'll just say, Oh, hello. And it, it, these stores, there's a lot of employees and they probably have a lot of different like vendors coming in all the time sure. is what I've noticed is like, really once you're in, you're in, I mean, no one mm-hmm. really pays you any mind. Right. And then they're, they're friendly. Oh, hello. Hello. And then after you've seen them for an hour, they'll come up and they'll be, so what exactly are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you My boss know? didn't tell yeah. me about you. What yeah. Are you doing? yeah. Well, cause I, I do think they have like their maintenance crews and you know, other people come in all the time. I mean, sure. there's, there's people and it's a giant store with a million displays. And so it's, there, there's always a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. 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 No one so, gives you a hard time though. Uh, when I did it a year ago, I did get a hard time from later in the day. I think the security staff changed over. And right. so I got mm, the, the security guard getting up in my grill. I hit him. It was fine. You know, I'm, I'm intimidated. I'm an intimidating guy. So I, 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 I can take about, so it would just, it became a matter of like, Oh, who, you know, 
Oh, you talk to the store manager. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, and because I'm not there alone. So the architect is there and then they have uh, another vendor there who's doing a different type of survey. And I don't really know. I don't understand any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what and they're, they're measuring stuff and you're like, wait a second, you know, you can like pull measurements. Yes, from the exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. I know. <laughs> I know because I think what happened was, is this architecture firm is not used to using Matterport. And that was a request from the, the store. Mm-hmm. And so they said, okay, yeah, we'll add that on. And not, having used it before, they didn't really know all the features that Matterport has. And so it was a great opportunity for me to pull my contact, the architect aside and say, Oh, I see you're taking some physical measurements right. here. Do you understand what the beauty <laughs> of the Matterport is? You can actually go in the model. And then I kind of just brought up my phone and showed him. And then uh-huh. he's, and then he was like, will you marry me? I mean, it was like, he was just like, so mind blowing. Yeah, it was. And, and it was like such a light bulb moment for him. Mm. He's like, Oh yeah, we're doing this on every project now. I was like, okay, you know what? We're here. Exactly. That might've been the best conversation you ever had. Well, yeah, exactly. So I, I do think, you know, in, in kind of the kind of actionable thing for our listeners on this is one of the big untapped markets for, I think, Matterport technology, if you, if you are doing Matterport are architects and, you know, builders and stuff. Commercial scale stuff. Who can really Mm -hmm. use the data that the Matterport stuff um, has, or even just literally, being able, if you're remodeling a house to be able to go in there nine months later and be like, where was that light socket? Mm-hmm. And be, you know, cause I, I, every architect I've ever worked with has said, Oh yeah, you just, you forget. And then you got to send someone out to go find, we'll see if there is a light socket there and measure it. Totally. And then now it's just like there. And so they're, they're using it, um, you know, all the time. Like, you know, there's, Oh yeah, we're in there every day looking at stuff. So I, I think it's really, and in a way it actually in where sometimes emotionally some like when we produce our work and stuff, you're like, Oh, what good are we doing in the world? How are we helping people? You know, maybe they're, they're, they're building their businesses, but with this, there's like such a practical purpose Mm -hmm. to it. You're like, Oh, it kind of feels good to be like, Hey, I know, you know, six months from now, this person's life will be better because they have this, this matter. I mean, let's face it. It's not the most exciting thing to do, right? You're just going there and like, you just feel like a robot just going through one after the other. A little bit. I, I think if you, you do, I did two back to back, uh, you know, one in the morning, then that night drove to Palm Springs and did another one the next morning. Um, yeah. By the end of that second one, you're like, okay, eh, that's mm-hmm. good. But it's, <laughs> it, it, but for me who, when I'm not out, I haven't been out shooting that much. It actually wasn't even that bad. Mm-hmm. And, and so here's the thing. I don't know if, if you've done Matterport, if you've ever done a, like a large commercial space like that, that's pretty much flat, you really use a tripod dolly. And that is like the key to everything. Yeah. And so in a, in a, in a residential place, that's probably not going to work because there's too much furniture and there's steps and different kind yeah, of surfaces. It's not practical, but yeah. man, that's a shoulder saver, right? If you had to pick that thing up every time you did. Oh yeah. Many scans, and it's just, and you just kind of push it along and it's mm-hmm. all, it stays leveled. And I mean, it's just like, it's so, so key, right? So immediately you have that tripod dolly and it makes scanning those big spaces like so much easier. And mm-hmm. then the other thing that we did because, we had the money to do it um, is we bought the Matterport Pro 3 camera, right? Yeah. How much of a game changer was that doing a huge it, space? Man. It was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ran into an issue the first day because the the one thing about that Pro 3 is the battery doesn't last that long. And they they there were no extra batteries available when we ordered it. Um, yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And so, because uh, it's just so new. Um, and so I ran out of battery uh, like three quarters of the way through. So I had to Mm. break for like an hour to let that thing charge up. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but the game changer is yes. If you have an extra battery, which we do now, we were able to get one. And so, uh, uh, in Texas, which is the biggest store, I will have an extra battery. So that's nice. Yeah. But I mean, on the ground, like you're saving so much time per scan, huh? That's oh crazy. man. Yeah. We threw it up and I, I think in our, in our stories the other day, but man, it's just like 20, it was like, no, 17 seconds mm-hmm. for a full spin as opposed to like 42 with the pro two camera. Yeah. I mean, really, 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 yeah, really significant. Really and I mean, it's nice. only stopping four times as opposed to the six times and waiting. And the, it's just like, man, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah, you yeah. can really fly. Oh yeah. It, it, it's so nice. And it, in it kind of the distance it scans is a, is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, it, you know, you still have to do more scans than you want to do, but, um, it, yeah, it, it was so much better than doing it because on that second day I was done with the 20,000 square feet and under like three and a half hours. Oh, yeah. No, three hours of scanning. Cause I was like, I, I think the store opened at 10. I was out of there by 10 30 and, but I didn't get the first scan off till seven 30. I think That's, you know, it's yeah, typically I remember that, that I slacked you in the afternoon. Oh, how's it going? You're like, Oh, you didn't see my message at 11 o'clock. I'm done. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was like, impressive. yeah. So I was yeah. lounging Crazy. by the pool in Palm Springs. No, <laughs> just kidding. Again. <laughs> the, the embassy suites in, in, uh, uh Palm desert. Was, well, and it was cold. You yeah. know, it gets cold in the desert in the wintertime. It can. It's tough, man. I know. It's a rough, rough life over here for, for Reed. So we did make that decision to kind of put the profits from that job into getting the Matterport 3 camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I regret it. And we, all, and we did say, and we can, you know, reconvene after, after I get back from Texas of like, well, we can always return it within 30 days if we, if yeah. we decide we don't want it. It's a possibility, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, just for, to the, the logistics of you doing this job, oh, I feel yeah. like it's like, you know, that's worth it. And then to have it in our arsenal moving forward is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. And we already did. We, we did one a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 we just had a regular matter per order and then we added on the exterior scanning, um, and scanned the whole outside of one of the houses we did. And it looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really cool. Awesome. I think it's, I think it, I actually truly think it will sell us more Matterport yeah, scans for sure. Really- and just the interior too, the quality of the scans and stuff. I'm like, wow, you could actually pull a photo from that because it's like, uh, oh, we've pulled it from the Pro Two on yeah, <laughs> in a but pinch. Like, yeah. <laughs> but even better this time, you know. Oh, you think like I haven't yeah. even I haven't even checked that out really? But mm-hmm. you've noticed you definitely yeah. you can you in a pinch. Yeah, I mean, can, I know the yeah. files are bigger and higher resolution, and just it's just a better product. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But you got to pay for it. I mean, with tax, it was Oof. like sixty five hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's it, no ain't, joke. it ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. You know. And so, ideally, though, we'd want to have three of those, but that ain't happening right now. No, no. that was no. on the budget for the <laughs> yeah. big job. Right? Yeah, the exactly. Job, exactly. But not this one. Well, here's the thing that I I do want to touch on uh, a little bit after now having scanned that. And so the the part I scanned in these giant retail stores, uh, it was just like kind of one set, you know, it's a department store. And so it was just kind of like the beauty section, right? Um, well that encompasses, and they, they asked for also, you know, you go into women's shoes a little bit, you don't have to get the whole thing, but you know, they Mm -hmm. basically, they want to, you know, circle that whole area with, you know, 10 feet on either side. Right. So, you know, it ends up, but it ends up being, yeah, 21,000 square feet. And I was just down there in the first floor of that department store and being like, Oh man, I'm barely doing half of this. And like by and by that first day, I was running into the model failing. 
Like yeah. I couldn't like the, the Matterport model couldn't take any more scans. I got up to like 300 some odd and it just kept like failing. And hmm. so I actually had to break it up into two different models. Yeah. Um, and, and on that one, it, it worked out because they kind of wanted some of the exterior of the store goes into a mall and they kind of wanted some of that exterior in the mall. And so that was a, a very obvious breaking point. And so it, 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 it totally worked and it was fine with the client. Um, but the logistics of, cause what they had wanted for in that bigger job was they wanted one, basically one model per floor. And I, I don't yeah. even know if that would have been possible. I think it's impossible. Yeah. yeah I mean, not, with, not, with the, bigger, right? not with yeah. the Matterport. And maybe if you were doing like with the, I don't know, with like the Rico theta or, you know, something, or I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have more leeway with that, but I hear there's more alignment problems with that. I didn't have any alignment issues doing the Matterport, but it was, the model was breaking at a certain point after like 300 some odd or yeah, so I don't just, remember how many clunky to work with. It's just not responsive. And you're just like, I'm kind of, yeah, it's not responsive. And yeah, and it would just, it would just crash the program. Man. It, and mm-hmm. so one of the tricks you can do with Matterport, if you ever run into problems with alignment stuff or whatever, is you can just copy the model mm-hmm. and then start scanning off that new model. And somehow that, you know, it's just like pressing restart on something that yeah. it, it somehow magically fixes things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I tried that, but it didn't work. Hmm. Um, so eventually I just had to give up because I was like, I need to do like 15 more scans. And I, it, it's taking me six tries to get one uh, scan. You know? I remember looking in there, you know, online at their ma- what they recommend. And I forget what their limit. I know it's not 300. I'm sure it's less than that. What they recommend, like their max is. Oh, really? Yeah. I, th- I thought there was way bigger ones, but I don't yeah. know. I think we've done bigger ones. Like mm-hmm. when we did like the, the big hotel here. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about too with the Pro 2 though. Like every scan like is higher resolution. It's a bigger file, right? So oh, with the Pro 3, hit a yeah. ceiling with yeah. the Pro 3 because it's just so much bigger. Yeah. So um, I, and then, uh, and also just looking at it from a time perspective of like how grueling that would have been to have to do like a whole floor and mm-hmm. then come back the next day and do the next floor and then come back the next day and do the next floor. Mm. And then I think one of them was even four floors. Oh my like the next day. And you're just like, Oh, that would have been really, really tough on everybody. Yeah. But yeah. The, and the thing is, I think <laughs> we could have the, the nice thing about it. We could have dried our tears with money. <laughs> Makes good so, Kleenex. So huh? yeah. So it probably, it probably um, would have worked better. Uh, but um, it did really, make me think as, as we are again, bringing it back to what can we learn from this in when we are looking at these really big type of jobs, if you ever are in a position to get that, don't underestimate the logistical challenges that, that, that could actually bring. Cause I do feel that after, um, doing those two a couple of weeks ago, we might've been up shit Creek a little bit. Yeah. With, I, I think we were, even with felt like in the moment we were under, we were like giving ourselves plenty of time, giving ourselves plenty of budget, right? All we that padded stuff. It a few times. We're like, man, yeah. are we really going to yeah, charge this e- rate? Yeah. Yeah. And just think, and even just thinking about, uh, of being overly optimistic on how much people could actually do, mm-hmm. um, in a day yeah. or in a whatever, I think we really would have had a challenge kind of keeping our commitment on that because I yeah, think we would have, that was a big ask. Yeah, it would, it, it would have been too much. So especially with our people, you know, it was one thing you were there, you were there with your contact, the architect yeah, and you were exactly. kind of troubleshooting it. But if we sent someone in the field to do yeah. that and they would, what, what are we doing? And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah. I, I really think I sometimes have a tendency just to be like, Oh yeah, we're going to be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no big deal. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure right. it out. Yeah. We always figure it out. <laughs> Well, we would have had to figure it out, but I think it just would have been, you know, 
would have been way more models than we would have anticipated. There would have to be overlap between the models and it would have had to have been a whole. Yeah. And, and I think even just like, oh, you got to be in Minneapolis three extra days. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so it, that's this is going to take three times longer than we thought. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and which I think we had enough room in the budget that would have been fine, but you're also just like, and I guess it was so slow here. We could have had staff gone for that long and we would have actually had to probably subcontract or, or bring on, you know, kind of project based staff to, to do it. I don't think our current probably, team could yeah. have done it. Um, you know, but the, the, we, we weren't shooting that much here, so we would probably could have, it would have been easier to manage, but man, yeah, I, I that, like it didn't make because I I'm still sad we didn't get that job, but it definitely made me be like, oh man, that would have been hard. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have really had to earn that money. Where it felt yeah. like it, when we were making that bid, it felt like easy money. I know, and it's I think like, it would have been going up. And now yeah, we're up. I, man, this is crazy. This I, is gravy. I think it mm-hmm. could have been hard money. Yeah, yeah. In the end, because it's just man getting through one store, let alone twenty some stores, would have been brutal. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, just doing a fraction of one store and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh my God, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Everything happens for a reason. That's why oh. we didn't get it. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, everything happens for a reason. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, do, the reason that we're going to break now <laughs> nice. is, is, thank you, is uh, we're going to do some ads. We'll, uh, you know, we're going to make the, we got to make some money somehow these days. On, so people. yeah, this is what we're going to do. Uh, and then we're going to come back and talk about some breaking news, some developments in the brokerage deal landscape for upmarket media. I mean, very exciting. And we got action items. Oh man, do we have action items? So much action. Keep item. it here, people. <laughs> Presenting sponsors, Aereo, Aereo, Aereo. A little foreshadowing. We were talking about these brokerage deals. We're going to get into it in the second half of the show. But one of the things that came up, Mark. Yeah, I mean, one of the things brokers are looking for, right, is like some kind of central system where they can log in, their marketing people can log in, all the agents have access to one kind of system. Ah. That that system is Aereo for us, right? So we can add their team members, their marketing people, everyone can log into the same point. Yeah, we were in that meeting. Mark pulled out his laptop, mm-hmm. PC, uh, but he showed <laughs> called out. <laughs> <laughs> he showed he showed um, uh, the the broker, Ario, showing yeah. him. You know what's it going to look like when you log in? And he was, and the broker was like, "Oh, I love this. This yeah. is amazing. Simplistic. It makes sense. It's all tabular. It's like the whole marketing team has access to all the photos." Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. And here's <laughs> and the, the order form. Here's what yeah, it looks and then, like. And then we were able to show them the, we, the uh, not website builder, the flyer yeah, builder. The marketing materials oh, yeah. builder. Ah, show them like, you know, what the download center looks like. That. And it was like, oh, this is really great. All right. I'm sold. Look, if you want to get in on this and you want to, you want to close deals, that's what we're about on this podcast. There's no <laughs> other <laughs> closing deals. If you want to close deals, use Aereo. It's going to, it's going to get you there. If you use the code upmarket at checkout at aereo.com, any new user gets 15 bonus listings. Once again, it's a no brainer. If you have no brain, you can use Aereo. <laughs> and if you have a big brain, you can also use Aereo. They're, they, 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 they accept all brains. Take them all. Oh man, it's always good when we can have a sponsor for the social media sidebar. And today we have probably the best one. 
local marketing department, your white label solution for selling your realtors, SEO, lead generation, social media management, all these good things. You can turn your real estate media company into a full service realtor marketing agency. Mark, feed me with a little some Man. good tidbits about local marketing department. I mean, it's like you're expanding your services without doing all the back end work. That's the beauty yeah, of it, right? Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, I, because I hate back end work. Right. I Who wants to come up with Facebook posts for realtors <laughs> and all that? I, mean, I hate front end work. I hate back end. I, I'm just not into hey, work. Right. I'm just not into work. I think we've, uh, you know, I like doing the podcast. It doesn't feel like work, but outside of that, man. So, <laughs> Local marketing department makes it easy because they give you a whole like deck on how you can sell this mm -hmm. to your clients. They give you all the talking points so we can kind of lay the groundwork, kind of help make that sale and then just turn them over to local marketing department. And you know what they do? Take the client and then just give us money every month. Yeah. How I mean, beautiful is that? What, I, it's a, so beautiful. I, that's what I love is getting money. Yeah. And that, we just that's say, why hey, we'll I have work. someone from <laughs> our local marketing department contact you. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, come on. So you got to check this out, people. So Get in there, go to localmarketingdepartment.com and that's D-E-P-T, department is not all the way spelled out, localmarketingdepartment.com. And if you sign up and you mention that you heard it on the Upmarket podcast, they're gonna give you a free month and then they're gonna give two three-month pa service packages to two of your realtors so that they can try it out, get on the train, and it can be telling all their other uh, realtor friends and cronies all about it and they're gonna be using it too. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. In our social media world, I think we, we, we kind of have some stuff that's been going on. Yeah, you might have <laughs> noticed a little difference yeah, in the if feed you, lately. If, if you've been following us, if you well, if you follow uh, Upmarket uh, Media on Instagram, I follow our kind of flagship brand, <laughs> not <laughs> not the the Upmarket Pod, which you know, oh man, I we, we will be getting that social media better, uh, and especially as I think starting with this podcast, uh, we're going to have mm -hmm. some video content for Look out, for, for, for 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 that. Um, but what did we, we guys would Chelsea? I think Chelsea, you should say kind of what we what yeah. we've started doing. Oh, that you finally get to see my face more on the <laughs> mm -hmm. social media. Yes, very exciting. Yeah, very for all of us. Yeah, but so what did we do this last our short term week? video content? Yeah. that we were talking about. Yeah, starting producing yeah. that. So it's not just here's another house and here's another yeah. house. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, we still got that too. Yeah, yeah, we need that. But this, like you know, it's like how is it to work with us? What are we like? Who are yeah. we like behind yeah, the scenes? Exactly. Yeah, getting and, to know us. Better. And so I think we we've put out like four or five of these at this point of, mm -hmm. of recording. And I, it's just like life changing. The world is on this. It's caught fire in such a <laughs> giant, <laughs> giant way. Oh, yesterday I noticed the last one was you, we had posted it and it was like three hours later. I'm like, Oh good. I'll be the fifth like on this. There you go. Yeah. So, up a bit. I, so yeah, I don't know that we, we've been getting quite the traction yet that, that we, we wanted, but, uh, it's interesting you know. though. Like I think with any post, like you don't know who's really seen it because not right. everyone's liking it. And I'll run into three people and, Oh, I saw that post about what you guys are doing. And Oh, that's really yeah. cool that you're, so people are seeing people, it. Yeah, noticing. We have to look at this. Oh yes. Yeah. I don't have access to that. Oh um, no, no. Mark sent me the login. I have to log in again. Yeah. That's in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I know I did get feedback. I got a realtor texted me and said, Oh, Oh, I saw the videos you've been doing on, on Instagram. You have such adorable stage presence. Oh, wow. Adorable. And, huh? I, and I was like, that actually offended me because I was going for like studly and sexy, hmm. but yeah, it's not an adjective. I think of when I think of read. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> adorable. <laughs> no, but I wanted the sexy. 
It was uh, uh, adorable. Yeah. Uh, see, I, it's all, this is just it, a failure. This is just a total failure. Um, no, so I, I we did get some nice feedback about it, and um, and I and but I you know I wanted to be one of those reels that like you know thousands of people just are took off. But yeah, we're on we're on the right track, right? Short yeah. form video, everyone knows that's that's where you need to be. We've got the captions yeah. on there. You can oh, cross post yeah. it to YouTube Shorts to TikTok. Yeah, yeah. and we probably want to experiment with different like uh, setups in terms of like where we are because I think we just kind of oh, yeah. stood in the yeah. studio and and maybe we want to do you know uh, like you know us sitting here with the microphones, I, which is going to be the content that I think we're going to do in uh, Upmarket Pod. Yeah, uh, it's coming your way. Um, but yeah, I think we can experiment and we're going to do some out in the field. We're going to get Mark out there, mm-hmm. you know, apparently yeah. demonstrating stuff <laughs> at shoots. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. For sure. So, uh, so it is a new era. It does feel good to have a little bit of different kind of content on there. It, it does. Feels, yeah. It freshens it it's up like a little, a little you know, I guess scary at first to put yourself out there, but once the first yeah. one's out, it's just like, all right, so it's well, like, you, we're doing scary, this now. It's like, well, whatever. It's, you mean scary for Chelsea and I? Cause I don't, right. I didn't notice Mark in any of them yet. Oh, there's one out there. Yeah. Well, Oh, is it there? Is it's it out not there? live in the world. Yeah. Yet, yeah but okay. It's yeah. We've recorded it. We've recorded mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, <laughs> I, so I am glad that we, we have been doing that. And so if you want to follow along, follow us at upmarket.media on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then our, we're upmarket pod across all social media, mainly just Instagram. Uh, oh, and TikTok. We got to be posting these on TikTok. No, we're also, right. yeah, we're also, did you do it on YouTube yet? Yeah. You did. You Three of them up? are on YouTube. Oh, shorts nice. already, yeah. Okay. So are you, are upmarket? media youtube channel Mm -hmm. we are dedicated now to also pumping that up that we need to be you know it's like we just have let it lie fallow we need to be posting like every single video we produce into property videos short form videos everything Mm -hmm. so that's going to be part of the new workflow yeah chelsea's already carving out time for it for all the videos Mm -hmm. we have and then i'll add you know our new stuff to it so yes that's the beauty of the short form it's just like the cross post is so easy yeah. So yeah, we just need to be putting it in. Did we do it on TikTok too? Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Yeah. Good job. Uh, should I man. download TikTok? I should. I don't know. I, know. I feel like it's just so, I feel like I'm just going to, it's going to be a time suck because I'm just going to watch it, all the day. I there, think I've downloaded still... it three times and then deleted it three times. Oh. Are, <laughs> are we talking st- about that dating app or are we talking about TikTok? <laughs> no, uh, TikTok. Are we still, are we still, are they still doing the dancing? Yeah, yeah. there's everything. Yeah. Everything and anything. That's I such think. a small part of it, but yeah, it's yeah. on there. <laughs> the dancing such a small part of it. it is it's a whole right. world in there right right well okay no i don't know i i i, I gotta I, right now i'm just gonna trust that mark is posting it to tiktok mm-hmm. how I'll many send you a screenshot. You download it when you're gone yeah on your trip and oh. then just give it a shot uh, yeah. while yeah. you're there yeah you can focus on it yeah yeah three hours later exactly um so how many followers do we have on tiktok I don't know the stats off the top of my head. I'd have to look at it. But you do, really it's the same the th- It's the same thing. You do have followers and you stuff. You have followers. You have likes and comments. It's very similar, yeah. Okay. All right. One of our uh, favorite clients actually commented on the first video that posted oh. of you and Chelsea. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Like an actual favorite or no, a non-favorite? like a least favorite. Yeah. Oh, a least favorite. Okay. <laughs> You'll check it out. You'll see Oh, it. yeah. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So rate, subscribe. All those things. Come on, people. Love it. Uh, that's that's all the stuff we want to send talk about. us the love send us the feedback yeah we got it yeah and and hit up our advertisers man make it worth their while to give us their money i mean we want this you know <laughs> we want this to work right so all right we were going to come back and talk brokerage deals
We're so excited to still be having our relationship with Pixel Mob, the online marketplace where you are able to find verified editors for your photos. How key is that, guys? Amazing. Everyone needs editors. Once you get a certain point, I mean, it's just the first thing you yeah. do, and that's the easiest place to go find them. I, and the certain point is I did my first real estate shoot. I'm going to send them out because I think <laughs> even if you're just starting out, you know, you want to end, you want to begin where you want to end up. You want to mm -hmm. be using editors. So I think you don't have to have a big company. You don't have to be maxed. I think it's still a good workflow to use editors. Yes, I think you should know how to edit stuff yourself. But I mean, come on. We, we have other things we can do with our lives unless you just really, really love editing which some people do. There's, yeah. We there, have yeah. someone on our team who loves it. But <laughs> I, she's wonderful, but I don't understand mm -hmm. it. I just <laughs> don't understand it. Um, so if you want to give Pixel Mob a try, check out all the editors, check out all the services that they have. We highly recommend it. If you go to pixelmob.com backslash upmarket, you're going to get 25 bucks in credit. 25 big ones, big dollars, not big. You know, that's a good head start. Get yeah. on in there. And so it's pixel mob, P I X L M O B dot com backslash upmarket or slash upmarket. I don't, I don't even know. Do we say backslash anymore? Yeah. Is it just slash? slash? Yeah. Slash. I think you know what to do. Mm. Type in the damn thing and get 25 bucks. It's pretty easy. <laughs> We are actually pretty thrilled about this one. We have another new sponsor of the Unmarket Podcast. The good people at Second Floor App have joined the family. Second Floor App, Mark. Welcome come to on. the family, people. I mean, we oh, met yeah. these guys, right? At PMRE. Oh, yeah. Some oh, great guys. Super, yeah. super impressive. And their app is super impressive. So Second Floor App is a floor plan builder, right? Yes, it is. And it's it's the fastest way to make floor plans right? Yep. Because it updates in real time. And as you do it on site, as soon as you're done, you're going to be able to deliver it to your client. Mm -hmm. It is real time, real time. And it looks, it's looks super cool when you're building it because all yeah. the stuff pops up and it's like, yeah, it's, right. so, it's app based. You're just using your phone, like yeah. some other apps out there, but you're scanning it. It's literally building it in front of you as you're turning around and moving through the house. Yeah. And it's still accurate. It's, you know, it gives you all the stuff that you want out of a floor plan. Uh, and, you know, it's, 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 and even if you're on there doing it while like an agent is kind of looking over your shoulder because it looks so cool, like mm -hmm. they're, they're still going to think you're a pretty cool person. Yeah. I mean, I it's think, cutting edge stuff that they've come up with. It's yeah. the only yeah. place that's doing it like they do it. It's very cool. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of competitors in the space now and these, and these guys are like the fresh upstart. And, mm -hmm. and that's why I'm, I'm actually really excited to, to, to partner with them and help build them up. Cause I think they have a really exciting, um, exciting program that, uh, that I'm glad we're, we're a part of and that, you know, and I know we're going to be using it out in the field, um, uh, coming up here. So I'm excited to get that going. Um, and if you want to check out second floor app, look, they have a special thing. So it's second floor app.com second floor app. And that's spelled mm -hmm. out S E C O N D floor app, a P P.com slash up market. Do you know what you're going to get? Look, normally if you go on there, they're, they're, they have a sweet deal for any just normal person out there. They get the you know, one week free trial, mm -hmm. but a sweeter deal for upmarket <laughs> listeners. You go to backslash upmarket, you're going to get a free month of Oof, service. How many nice. floor plans can you do in a month? Quadruple the deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's so like you can do what? a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not like us, not us right now. We have no shoots, but you know, theoretically. <laughs> There's other people that are working. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. So secondfloorapp.com backslash 
upmarket, give it a shot, check it out. Oh man, brokerage deals. That's something I think everyone talks about all the time. Or who am I kidding? People talk about it sometimes. It's, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's always a, on it's, your list, right? Yeah, it's, it's, on always, radar. it's on the list. So we have actually made some progress on brokerage deals in this last couple of weeks, right? We have. We've got a lot so, of going on, actually. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the 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 kind of the newer one mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, with the brokerage we don't have a deal with. Um, so we've been out there. So this is how this has worked for us. Um, we've definitely... In the last two years, well, and really kind of since these networking things have started back up after, you know, once things have opened up Mm -hmm. a little bit more from COVID restrictions, you know, Mark and I have really made an effort to go out and do the networking events that that the realtors are showing, right? And, And I think through that, it kind of cultivated or rekindle. I don't even know. Yeah, just an just, opportunity to chat with the right people, right? Right, just, right. Yeah. And so there was this client of Mark, who's a realtor client of Mark's, mm-hmm. who then recently went on to manage a new brokerage. Right. And because we were talking to him at these, uh, or Mark was, I didn't know the guy, uh, at these kind of networking events, we were top of mind. Exactly. That's that's all it takes sometimes, right? Because you're like the known person in town. But if you're never seeing these people or you're never shaking hands or chatting, it's just like you're right. not on top of mind. So here, we, you know, we met this guy and chatting about his new role and his new brokerage and what kind of stuff he was trying to put together for his agents. And because he'd come from another brokerage that had an existing brokerage relationship with a larger photography company. So he's looking to recreate that. And, you know, we were the first people that he thought of to kind of make that happen. Right. And so he approached you at one of these events and kind mm-hmm. of, it kind of told you, right? So what, yeah. what was he, what was he looking for? So he's looking for something to simplify. His biggest thing is like, I feel like that's the thing, like all the different brokers that we talk to, like they're all looking for something similar, but it's, it's, it's different for each brokerage, depending on what they're, what level they're at. Right. And he was just looking for something to mainly simplify the whole process across the board and create some kind of consistency. Right. Because he was coming together and trying to bring several brokerages basically together in like a large conglomerate. So he mm-hmm. was looking for some kind of consistency across the board there. Right. And then, you know, he has some strange, I guess what we call them strange requests, like a little bit outside the box of what we were right. already offering. We just, oh, I really want this type of flyer. Or can you do this type of QR code on a sticker? Or it's some weird right. kind of stuff. But we're just like, we just kind of said, yes, yes, we can like, you know, yeah, let's yeah, just make it we, happen. So you had kind of laid the groundwork with this guy. And then last week you and I went in and had a more formal meeting. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, what do you want this to look like? And, and yeah. what, are the, what are the parameters of that? Yeah. And one of his big things is like, before the shoot, can you can you put a QR code on a giant sticker that then mm-hmm. the the photographer can bring it to the, um, the shoot and then we can put it on the sign? Yeah, you hand the sticker to the agent, they slap it on the sign, and we're yeah. okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, no. <laughs> I mean, that was one where we really I don't think we were just like, uh huh, yeah, sure. Right. We we just oh, we can figure out a solution for this for this issue because mm-hmm. there's just no possible way there's a workflow for that. No. So all of our photographers should have industrial sticky printers at their house right. that they can. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. The whole yeah. thing made no sense. But, but anyway, yeah, so, but so yeah, we went in and right. we had this meeting and mm-hmm. so how and did it was we go? kind of a precursor meeting to a bigger meeting that we're building up to because he's having a manager meeting with all of the kind right. of managers and brokers for this big conglomerate. So he was trying to get us kind of streamlined what we could offer, what we can bring right. and then launch that to kind of his managers. Right. And so he was saying not that, 
hey, Upmarket's going to be our exclusive vendor. But he mm. basically, though, wants to funnel everyone to us. So it's a highly recommended vendor. Yeah. And then we would be kind of the example of what they're looking for. And basically, he wants to force, even though he's not paying for it, he's going to essentially force uh, agents to have uniformity in the marketing in terms mm-hmm. of the, the, the package that they get. And we kept trying to say, oh, how do you feel about video and Matterport right. in this package? Well... He doesn't feel that good about it. No, he's uh, not on the video really at all. at all. Like it was off his radar, didn't bring it up once. So no. it's kind of interesting. No. So it was really, it was just photos and like a floor plan. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then. And then the kind uh, of back end stuff that we can produce with area, right? right? Like website the, and a flyer. Yeah. Basically is what he wants, which is mm-hmm. all great because it's included for free. Yeah. That's easy for us. We're already doing it, right? So it's yeah. just like, oh, we can totally do that for all your agents. Yeah, yeah no exactly. Exactly. And so, and he didn't even really care. Like he was basically like, because I know like Cuba Casa has that uh, free floor plan option that doesn't have fixed furniture or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he and he's like, I don't need fixed furniture. And you're like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we can do it. We can just do it with that then. That's easy and free or, you know, or, yeah. you know, we'll see what the second floor products have. And, you know, it, it's, it's the way to, um, uh, it's just a way to keep it consistent for him. And, and it really, he kept talking about this big package and I was like, this isn't even a package. No, but that's he fine. wanted this as kind of, this is your basic entry level package that everyone has access to. And then, you know, we have our other right. services that can be added on, or maybe there's a video package as an option, but oh, yeah. Yeah. he was we'll more concerned about it, yeah. just having like these four kind of core products available to right. every agent. Right. And three of them are so simple. It's not even like one of the, fo- and it's just photos. So yeah. it's not even aerials or, Right. And we're I'm, like, oh, we can deliver an MLS and high res and here's that download. He's like, oh, this is, you know, this is great. Yeah. I think, it, I think it exceeded his expectations. Mm-hmm. And so this guy, so, so now the next step is, so we kind of had a handshake deal. I and mean, not that it was a deal. It was just, we'll put together a package and we'll give you a, 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 a um, dedicated uh, order form right. on our website. Yeah. And now next week, is it next week or in two weeks, we got to go and go to his management meeting where mm-hmm. like the four brokers are record. So he's managing like, I can't even know, like 30 branches of. Yeah. He just kept rattling the, off locations. The, it was this just brokerage like, that's all around in Ventura County and kind of, you know, outlying counties. Um, but it's, it, it would be like 300 some odd agents that mm-hmm. he's funneling business to. At least. Yeah. And we don't have a ton of agents at that brokerage. In fact, I think we have, one or two of like their top agents as our clients. And then mm-hmm. maybe a couple more like yeah. sub agents somewhere. It's kind of a but spattering. It's yeah, definitely so, not our so biggest Yeah, not at all. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and I don't think it's a brokerage that is like the super high producing brokerage. So it's not mm-hmm. like it would be like a thousand shoots, but if you have three, four 500 agents, they are going to get some listings. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, and, and hopefully if they're all start using, superior marketing products, they're going to be able to get more listings. And yes. so you have that. Yeah, we help loop. to build them up, right? As they right. go. So what's our next step with them? So we need to put together kind of a presentation. Like we have our broker presentation, but we need to kind of modify that obviously to what, right. you know, to kind of lay out exactly what we're going to provide and why it makes sense to use a company like us. Right. And th- this is, and, th- and this meeting we're going to be selling like the four managing brokers of the four main offices that are under this guy's control. Yeah. Cause our, you know, our guy, he's on board. He can't, basically yeah. approached us. And he's, so it's a yeah, but of like, he's the king and mm-hmm. then, but he's got to get his princess to, <laughs> to, to use the analogy yeah. mm-hmm. to then, to then buy in as well. So, because they're the ones who are going to be directly communicating with the agents and recommending, uh, the, the products. Yeah. For people, so right? it's just a matter of us putting the presentation together that kind of sells us as like, Oh, this is, this totally makes sense. I see why, you know, why he wants to go this route. Right. So, right. 
So, and then I, I think that's it. I don't even think it's a, a big sales thing. We just have to like, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have to convert on this. It's just, this is actually a matter of like, okay, we have the deal, the quote unquote deal. Now we mm-hmm. just have to, to give those managing brokers the tools to sell us to the, to their clients. For sure. Yeah. So, and they're going to do the push their, to the agents. Yeah. yeah. yeah so to it's their like agents, they'll yeah. do it as, you know, we're the preferred vendor. This is what you're getting out of the deal. Right. It's kind of, you know. So hopefully this could mean a, a, a big bump in, vol, in volume for us, at least on the photo side, which would be fine. I'm fine. You know, look, any kind of volume right now. It, yeah, it, we'll it's take good. it. And it's, yeah. you know, the one good thing that he didn't, I thought he was going to push us on price or what kind of discount. Can right. He was like, oh, I don't really, you know, I'm not looking for yeah. a discount. Just like, just give me the simplicity of the system. Yeah. This is what I want. Whatever Great. you guys need to charge, charge. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Um, and that was on the heels and we did that the same day actually as in, this is something we've talked about so many times, but we actually, for a separate brokerage, we actually did our first official brokerage presentation. We did. It felt good. Yeah. To get that out there. Yeah. I put together, you know, what we feel like was a good presentation. Reed and I both went and. I think between the two of us, we've been talking about doing that for literally like 19 years. 18 yeah. years, you know, you the, whole, up, the 19, yeah. the 20 years, the whole time we've had our businesses and we've never done one. Basically. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we finally did it. Got, it's a good time of year to do it. Right. When you've yeah. got, you know, <laughs> yeah. When there's no listing. Else going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it went well. I, I, it was, it was pretty informal. Yeah. And I kind of, um, you know, you expect to walk into a meeting room and be you know, like standing in front of a huge table of agents, yeah. but it was, it was different than that. It and felt it like was, more like a co workspace. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of liked that. It was like, oh, you guys want to come up? And we just kind of, you know, made it work and they ran the slides for us and we got a lot of good interaction and feedback and questions. And yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, yeah. So Chelsea put together the, the presentation. She was not there. But no. no, but you were there Good in spirit job, because yeah, thanks. Cause you, you put together the presentation. Exactly. So um, I think Mark did a couple of tweaks, but you laid, you laid the groundwork for that. Um, so yeah, I did want to do that because I think that's, if you are going to get brokerage level deals, that's kind of like the first step in a way, or it's, you know, unless it is just, you you know, the broker and you, you know, go up to them and networking events. Yeah. But, I well, mean, that's a good, I mean, mainly I think the best way is to get a couple agents, a key agents yeah, in that office, right. And then you yeah. use them as your leverage point to be yeah. like, we can do And that's how we got into that office. Cause that office mm-hmm. that we went to was up in Westlake village, which is kind of the far reaches of Ventura County. And mm-hmm. it's like the very kind of where we kind of want to break into. And it's kind of the furthest point uh, up in East Ventura County. And we had a couple agents in that office as our clients already. And yes. so that's how we got our foot in the door. And then mm-hmm. we had those agents there and they vouched for us in front of the, in front of everyone. So it was, you know, that's a really, really ideal situation. That was nice on the way out. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, I use these guys and they're this and they're that. And yeah. it was, that was, man, that was money. Yeah, yeah. totally. Totally. <clears throat> um, and then kind of all coming at the same time is, and kind of not really anything that we've, I mean, we've been cultivating it for years, but, um, the, the one brokers that we do have kind of a deal with already, and this deal is not an exclusive deal. It's just, we're one of their preferred vendors, Mm -hmm. uh, but they funnel, uh, a lot of their business to us. In fact, I think we shoot like 60, they were just telling me on the phone that we shoot about 65% of their listings. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of thought it would be more than that, honestly, but that's yeah. Yeah. Room to grow. Yeah. Yeah. But still it's a sizable, uh, you know, a a sizable brokers. They do, uh, you know, it's maybe they're, they're necessarily, they're maybe a little more on the boutique side, so they don't have hundreds of agents, Mm -hmm. but, um, they're doing, uh, they're there. And so in the, in the course of this conversation, they're talking that they're projecting that this, uh, in 2023, they're going to do, you know, 160 listings or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, if we did 65%, that's about a hundred, you know, so, which is, which is nice, right? Yeah. Um, not, not the biggest thing, but a lot of those places are, um, higher end places. They're kind of more of a luxury brand. Um, and so it's a lot of people are doing video and yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And kind of the, the bigger, you know, probably like two or three of our biggest individual clients are at that brokerage, mm-hmm. right? And the so, interesting thing they have yeah. set up, like their broker is an actual agent that's right. kind of like competing with them in a way, but he's yeah. using us, which, you know, that kind of trickle down when the top people are using you, that always helps. hundred percent. So we basically, what the deal we have with them is we're preferred vendor and then you kind of have the preferred prices and, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a big corporation that has, you know, these little boutique arms. And so they kind of strong arm you on the price and they make, and to be, full disclosure, they make you sign the whole copyright thing and you're just mm. like, uh, you Hand know, it over, yeah. um, but for us, and, and this was a legacy client of mine uh, uh, that I had, um, kind of coming into the upmarket media merger. Um, and you know, it is a certain point that that company took over a company that I had a lot of agents for. And so it was like, well, you either sign that or you lose all these clients. And you're yeah. like, well, I got to, you know, at that, I mean, at that point there was no, I had no choice. Right. right. It was like, there's it's just not no just way like, around it. yeah, it's this is not like, like there's just one agent. You're like, well, forget it. I don't need them. But it was like, Oh, my four biggest clients. I, well, I better sign yeah, this thing. I know. What are you going to do? Um, you hold your tight. nose a little bit mm-hmm. and, and just do it. So, but it's worked out well for us. Um, so basically they, you know, and the, the brokerage pays for uh, a, a portion of the, of uh, the the marketing materials and then the agent pays for stuff yeah. over a certain amount. And that's a pretty unique situation. I yeah. don't know of any other brokerage that does that. Yeah, and, and it ends up being kind of a nightmare on our side for the billing and whatever. And so basically their marketing manager called me up last week and said that they were going to be changing up their system, that they're, they're internally have been building out, you know, effectively their area. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. how they order, how they process their media, how they post the MLS, how it goes onto their you know company website, mm-hmm. all that stuff is going to be more streamlined. And so as part of that, they want to revamp the media that they, that they get. And so basically they said that they're going to move to uh, a different minimum package that then they pay for on every single listing, no matter. Cause now basically they'll pay for a certain amount of stuff. If it's, a uh, $800,000 listings and a different set of products if it's mm-hmm. a $4 million listing, right? But now the least expensive listing and the most expensive listing gets the same package. And that package is going to be photos and a video. And then the agent would be responsible for any of the other add-ons. So it'd be Twilights or Aerials or whatever, which yeah. makes it a lot cleaner actually for us because then it's you don't have to have all these different tiers and price point. Anyway, it's, it I mean, just, you deal with the was, invoicing was, side of it. But yeah, man, it was a bit more, it was a bit more <laughs> opaque. Um, mm-hmm. Crazy. But here's the thing. So we did 65% of their listings last year mm-hmm. and the video and, you know, and I don't know how many videos, they, how many listings they had last year, but I think we probably shot more in the neighborhood of 85, 90 listings for them. But we only did 37 videos. So if they're projecting 160 listings and we do 100 that's a hundred videos for them. Yeah. So that's quite a big difference. So um, we're going to triple our video business with one brokerage potentially. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. However, I'm all because they're, they, I, I, I was, I was reading the leaves or the tea leaves. I was I, mm-hmm. not, I was reading between the lines and <laughs> what we were talking about on, uh, on this call. And I was getting the sense that they're going to be a little price conscious. Which uh, and, and yeah. in general they are in some ways they are and in some ways they aren't. But I think when they're talking about this big undertaking of like adding on video mm-hmm. to every then all of a sudden oh man that's going to be like 
a lot of money we have to shell out. Right. Well, our, you know, and, our video products close to twice as much as our photo product, right? So if you add yeah. that in suddenly to every listing, I mean, they're running yeah, exactly. their numbers like, jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I then kind of said, well, what if we made it a hundred percent? What if, what if forget 65? Uh, yeah. What right? if Omar media did a hundred percent of your listings? Mm-hmm. Then I think we could come up with a pretty nice price. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Problem is, is there's a couple uh, and like the, there's a couple different, um, uh, offices with this brokerage. And one of the, the leads of the office doesn't actually use us for photography and has mm-hmm. a, a photographer that they love. And then another, uh, another couple of their high volume agents use that same photographer and probably are loath to give up that photographer. But I guess the brokerage on the brokerage level, they're not happy with the videos that that photographer produces. Mm-hmm. So my pitch was, well, look, everything goes through us. We'll be exclusive the exclusive vendor for this brokerage. And what we'll do if those clients or, you know, the, those realtors still want to use this other photographer, mm-hmm. that photo- we can subcontract that photographer and we'll pay them full freight. We'll pay them, you know, whatever you pay us, we will pay them for the photos. So they don't, not going to see a change in their rate. Yeah. But this then, flows through us now, but, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we'll, and I, I basically said, but we'll take care of everything that is not photos or aerial photos or twilight photos. We will do, you know, video, we will do Matterport, we will do floor plans, we will do, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's kind of our core, or, you know, virtual staging or, you know, whatever. We can mm-hmm. do, we can do all yeah, of that, that stuff. That allows him to keep his clients, right? It keeps yeah. those agents happy that they can use who they want. They're yeah. not being strong armed. And it's like, we still get 100%. Yeah. And then that way we can do 160 videos instead of a hundred. Mm-hmm. And then what do we do? Maybe we lose 30 or 40 of the photo shoots and it's like, well, I'm fine with that. You know, theoretically yeah. as, as long, as long as the numbers we can come up with actually make it worth it for us. Yeah. Well, that's right. kind of where we're at, right? We're waiting right. for them to circle back with what that right. number is going to so be. So we're deep in negotiations right now. Mm-hmm. We will update <laughs> this on a, on a later episode. Um, but I, I, it does bring up these things in it, but I think it goes back to what we were talking about with our big architecture job, the commercial, the retail architecture job is what happens if we get it. Yes. Right. Uh, and, and I think the lesson again, that's actionable is like, okay, if you are going to get these big deals, you better be damn well sure that you can pull it off for the price that you, you say, and that mm-hmm. then you also have logistically can take care of it. And I mean, so if we all of a sudden go from 37 videos for this brokerage to 160, that's quadrupling our, yeah. that, I mean, that's a lot of more videos. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I meant to run the numbers before we got on the podcast, but I would guess that 160 is roughly the number of videos we did all last year total, mm-hmm. right? Across everyone, yeah. Yeah. So if I, you're like, could you know, be a little more, but you know, You're looking much. at two hours to shoot and two hours to edit. Multiplied yeah. by that by an you know extra yeah. 130 videos. Yeah, it's, like, it's you know it, it's a lot, and I think on a lot of these it's going to be a regular video and a real video. So it, it's like we're still working out what exactly that video well, product that's a big would part be. Of it. Yeah, what but, it's going to be and what the workflow is. But still, logistically, I mean, do we have the capacity for that? Mm-hmm. And and it's hard right now when we're sitting here with like no work and being like, oh man. You know, we have this capacity, but no work. And then you're looking at, well, but in April we're going to need, so it's the classic seasonal thing, but right. it feels like exacerbated right now. And so what are we going to do in terms of like 
making sure we have that capacity if this comes yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to reach that tipping point where we're like, man, we're maxed out on video with our current crew or someone right. takes a vacation or someone's like, oh, I'm moving on. It's just like, whoa, suddenly it's yeah, like it, you could it, be. You know, it is, it's just the eternal question, right? Mm-hmm. Of like uh, of the cart before the horse kind of al- always the thing. It is. Yeah. You know? And always, we're always trying to have our pipeline full of people, but you can't just interview a great person and just have them all just stand by. We'll be calling you in three yeah. months. Like, right. And, and, it, and it never feels that good right now when we're having trouble actually feeding our current employees enough shoots to, mm-hmm. to, to generate, you know, good income for them. So, um, you know, so it just seems absolutely insane to think about trying to hire somebody else. And, and I don't think, it and does. we don't, and yeah. we don't, we have not inked this deal yet. So there's no possible way mm-hmm. we should hire anybody, but I think we've got to have a plan in place. Yes. Yeah. We have to lay out the different options, I guess. Having, you know, we're talking about already, you know, yeah. options on the back end of like outsourcing our video editing as, as a way to like keep our yeah. guys in the field well, shooting. And the thing is, I think once you reach a certain um, volume of video, it's hard to see how you can't unless you mm-hmm. just have a whole slew of, you know, videographers slash yeah. editors. I mean. Yeah. Because right now our two video people are editing their own stuff every day. It's just like, man, that's just not sustainable. Right. Well, and playing devil's advocate, we, you know, we preach outsourcing photo editing why mm-hmm. why why are we holding on so tight to video editing yeah yeah i mean i think our, our video is, is very formulaic to the point where we could train someone to do it yeah there's just no doubt about it yeah and the devil's advocate answer is i think that we do i, I think our videos are nice and especially if you go to our cinematic twilight video um and even you know some of the style stuff that we have it, it mm-hmm. it's it's very particular and i think we've we've done a really good job of like keeping it fresh and moving it forward, which I think is a little harder to do when you're, when you're outsourcing, although the outsourcer can maybe come up with some ideas too, but I just feel like it just feels a little more like a factory at that point. And that's how the photos always feel, right? Like you're just like, it's a factory. Mm -hmm. Um, You lose a bit of that kind of magic or a bit of that touch. Yeah, potentially. But you know, it's one of those things too, where you could outsource the majority and then for X, Y, Z, you know, certain anything over $5 million where you're going to edit in house or, you know, yeah, for sure. The cinematic twilight and all that stuff. Yeah. In house, but yeah, it's, we need to have that system in place. Like we're already yeah. starting to reach out and figure out what that could look like. Yeah. And, and, and for sure, it's one of those things that even if we don't get this, it's something we, we should think about because mm-hmm. even just like kind of pulling our staff and being like, Hey, what, what, what do you enjoy doing? Yeah. You know, I, I think video editing, I think like one of our guys enjoys video editing. One does not. And, mm-hmm. and so the, and then you're just thinking, well, like it probably just makes sense. You know, we can just kind of see this as a business and it probably makes sense to just outsource. Yeah. Just keep them in the field shooting, making, you know, producing income and then right. we'll take care of the back end because it doesn't make sense for them to be sitting at home for four hours when they could be in the field. Yeah. Provided we have the shoots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, well we will keep you updated on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess we'll have big deals part three yeah, <laughs> or maybe we'll just the have the, the follow. Yeah. The follow up. We'll, we'll let you know how our, our big brokerage stuff goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I think they want to get this turned around quickly actually. So mm-hmm. um, well, I think both of them, if they happen are going to happen, you know, in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be like start yeah. going forward on it. So well, it's like, let's do it. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, we're about growing and scaling and how to do that. Right. You can't, you can't have these conversations as a solo shooter. Right. Cause it's just, I mean, you, there's no way you can take on that kind of capacity. So it's like, it's the growing pains of a small business and a small team and how much work can we really take on and pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, way to bring it back all the way around to like the whole grand theme of this whole yeah. enterprise we have going Trying here. to keep that it was, on, on theme. Yeah. <laughs> so thematically we should have action. 
And I think mm, this brings us need action, yeah. to our action items. Oh boy. So many good ones to choose from. <laughs> it's going to be hard to... Uh, Just we never run out of action items. Uh, no, God, no. I came no. up with Plethora. one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, well, you go first, Chelsea. <laughs> I, well, we, we decided, like, producer, it's at producer's discretion. If yes. the producer yes. does an action item. So, and I decided, why not today? Uh, oh, so, okay. With our social media sidebar. Oh, uh-huh. I remember um, that. If you don't have a YouTube channel, create one. Mm-hmm. And if you do have one, and say you don't shoot video, then maybe put together a slideshow of photos for a property. Post you post it as a video to YouTube. Post it YouTube Shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, post it to TikTok. Just start putting all your work out there, even if it's not video format. I think it's very important to just be on all those platforms. So. All right. Step one, if you don't have a YouTube channel, if you don't have TikTok, maybe mm. download it, yeah. create one, Time to don't, get on don't board, go huh? from there. Do as Chelsea says, not as she does. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I got one. All right. Let's hear yours. As, as much as I preach, because you guys know I preach this. Uh, of like when you're employing video in your business to have a video strategy, that's actually kind of what we preach to our, our realtor clients. And Mm -hmm. I think we all want to have strategy when it comes to how we're using social media and video, but you know what? Test out a short form, uh, a video for Instagram or real, you know, for, for TikTok, where it's just, it's going to be you as the business owner on camera talking about something, whether it's just a behind the scenes about your day, whether it's a, a certain product that you use, the ones that we did this last week were all product based. Actually, they were all about the local marketing department services that we're yeah. actually officially rolled out to our clients yeah. last week. It seemed like the best way to kind of roll those out, right? Rather than yeah. a scripted kind of thing. Just yeah. Like, right. Rather than just an email or just yeah. like a, just like a, 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 um, a text post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to get in front of it to talk. So just talk about whatever, whatever you want, something about your business or just something about your day. Just make it so that there is uh, as that business owner uh, or, or, you know, have someone on your team as much as we're like all about not having it always be associated with you. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, just having someone from your team on camera speaking directly to the audience, I think is an effective thing. And just give it a try. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary, right? But it's the first one's going to be the scariest or whatever. And then it just is like, you'll improve, you'll tweak it, you'll get better or whatever. Yeah. 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 For sure. All right. Here's my action item. The big dog coming in. So we're talking, you know, big deals, broker deals. I love it. Yeah. You can't get broker deals if you don't have relationships with brokers. And most of what we're doing, especially if you're a solo shooter in the field, you're interacting with agents. You really don't meet brokers that often unless right. they're an op- operating kind of realtor broker who's in the field and you're shooting right. for them. So, you know, the one big broker deal that we're working on came from networking events, came from getting outside of just shooting and in your workflow. And it's being a part of the community right? and being top of mind to people, being that person they think of when they're thinking about, hey, right. we need some kind of system for our office. Oh, Mark and Reed, they got out market, you know, they have a system that can help us. So it's kind of cultivating those relationships with brokers. Yes. Because there's really no other way that you can kind of fast track your growth. You're just dripping realtors one by one, adding to your kind of customer base. But if you can hook into a broker and get 300 agents that suddenly like know you're the guy to go to, then. Yeah. 
super so, powerful. Yeah. yeah. So, it, and that can be tricky. How do you get in front of that broker? But I mean, it mm-hmm. could be as simple as you can cold email them and just say, Hey, do you have yeah. 10 minutes for yeah. coffee or something? Mm-hmm. Like know? I mentioned, the best way is if you have agents that you're working yeah. with in that office, use them as your fuel to kind of get in there. Yeah. There's ways to do it. Usually so. people will intro, intro you. I mean, for, for mm-hmm. the most part, I, I think realtors are, are, are open to, you know, helping you out, especially if they like you and they like your work, they want to see you succeed. So sure. some yeah. of them want to keep you close to the vest, but you know, not all of them. Yeah. So, so yeah, get out there, get in front of brokers and start making deals. I think a good thing for that is LinkedIn also. Oh, yeah. I feel like yeah. that would be a great way to meet a broker. And no. Mm-hmm. I don't have LinkedIn. Oh, maybe you should. No. Reed's got a lot <laughs> There's to another do. action <laughs> item. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. You know, thank you both. Why am I thanking you? Thank you. Yeah. You oh, did all the talking, man. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I, I like, I'm almost after Las Vegas on this one. I, mm-hmm. I ended up talking a lot. So yeah, imagine that, uh, you know, we're going to do more podcasts. We got some exciting podcasty stuff ha- happening, uh, this year, uh, that we're going to be excited to roll out and you might see uh, old read some other places. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Got some fun stuff coming on that yeah, front. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So thank you everybody. Thanks, everyone. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. Thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you listen to the next one, too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to shoot any Friday night Twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. Thank you.